Oh, it's another swing and a miss for diversity, equity, and inclusion. I'm drinking my coffee this afternoon, re-watching old seasons of the challenge on Paramount+. Plus. My morning and afternoon coffee time, it's often when I come up with my best ideas. It gives me a couple of hours to sit and think. I'm out here in my studio man cave all alone, no one to bother me. It's just me and my thoughts, and sometimes my dog. When I saw this story on Katie Nolan this afternoon, I sat here trying to think of one time, one time, a hiring decision based on diversity actually worked out. Diversity gave Tiffany Cross a weekend role at MSNBC. Didn't take long, and Tiffer was back to her previous job as the ultimate bongo sniffer. Diversity. It has given Bamani Jones a career in the mainstream media that's lasted over a decade. This dude's never succeeded at anything. Bamani Jones, he could be participating in NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. He could play a game of 21 by himself. The NBA could put him in a position where it's impossible for the Bobo to lose. All he's got to do is score 21 points. The Bobo is so consistent at failure, the ball would deflate before he reached 10 points. Now, I don't want to say never, but in 99.99999% of cases, hiring decisions never work out when the decision is based on diversity and diversity alone. Last year, Major League Baseball decided to diversify their broadcast by giving Apple TV exclusive coverage on Friday night. One of the biggest games of the week, if such a thing exists in a 162-game season, but one of the biggest games every week was exclusive to Apple TV. Obviously, this was a horrible decision by Rob Manfred. I understand what he was trying to do here. He wants to appeal to a younger audience. He thinks all the cool kids are consuming content through Apple, so... He puts baseball on their platform. Problem is, young people don't watch baseball. Older people watch baseball. What is one of the biggest things older people struggle with? Technology. A couple of weeks ago, my dad purchased a security camera that he saw advertised here on my channel on YouTube. He calls me over to the house. He's having trouble setting it up. He blames their slow-ass DSL. He blames the camera itself. This thing is defective, son. It's dead out of the box. I asked him, step-by-step, step, what he did to set up the camera. He tells me, I tried connecting it through Bluetooth. It won't connect. See, it says no connection found. I said, Dad, did you plug it in? In order for the camera to connect, it's got to be plugged into a power source. Seems like you skipped step one. We had a good laugh about it, but it's just an example of how older people struggle with simple technology. That was the first mistake Rob Manfred made when choosing to make Major League Baseball exclusive to Apple TV. The second mistake was far worse. Now, to be fair, this decision was probably made by Apple, but it's still a reflection of Major League Baseball. I would imagine these powerful sports leagues, they're included in the decision-making when it comes to who's calling their games. Apple needed a broadcast crew to call games on Friday nights. More specifically, they needed an analyst. Now, when normal people think of baseball analysts, they think of people like Mark DeRosa, Carlos Pena, Jake Peavy, Harold Reynolds. That is no bueno. All of those people 
have a propeller in their pants. They represent toxic masculinity. They also represent experience. They all played baseball at the major league level. Major League Baseball and Apple TV, they decided to take the ESPN approach. They saw the success of Mina Kimes as an NFL analyst who doesn't know shit about fuck when it comes to the NFL. They thought they could emulate that success with Katie Nolan. Last year, they hired Katie Nolan to broadcast games on Friday night and gave her the title of Major League Baseball Analyst. Never mind the fact, Katie Nolan has never played Major League Baseball. Never mind the fact she thinks a baseball diamond goes on her ring finger. Never mind the fact Katie Nolan had zero experience calling live sports. She didn't even have experience calling Little League games where half the kids are pulling the wedgie out of their ass. She had no experience. But in the name of diversity, Katie Nolan was given the job. And look, to her credit, she has admitted publicly that she was not qualified for this. When she was approached about taking this job, she told them she was not a good fit. Major League Baseball sold her on the idea by telling Katie Nolan they wanted to bring a comedic approach to the broadcast booth. Um, there are two obvious problems with that scenario. Number one, I'm not watching professional sports looking for comedy. Matter of fact, I would be pissed off if my Pelicans were losing and Antonio Daniels started performing a stand-up routine. I don't want my analyst trying to make shitty jokes. Count is 2-1, runner on second, bottom of the ninth. It's a tense situation, Katie. Oh, by golly, it sure is. It's almost as tense as the time my boyfriend revealed to me he was actually my girlfriend. <laughs> Which leads to the second problem. Katie Nolan is not funny. I'm sure there are some lonely men who spank their wankers dreaming of Katie Nolan every night that thinks she is absolutely hysterical. She's not. Adding comedy to a sports broadcast, it's already been tried before and it failed miserably. It was tried with a real comedian, Dennis Miller. Back in the early 2000s, ABC and the NFL added Dennis Miller to Monday Night Football. The end result? Huge, embarrassing failure. But it was nowhere near the level of failure that Katie Nolan was calling Major League Baseball. It didn't take two or three weeks for fans of Major League Baseball to grow tired of hearing the mouth farts of Katie Nolan. They began complaining on social media. For the love of God, please get Katie Nolan off my TV. Give us Maria Taylor. Give us Mina Kynes. At this point, just give us silence. Give us anything but Katie Nolan. There was a simple explanation as to why Katie Nolan wasn't popular with baseball fans. It wasn't because she sucked at her job. It wasn't because she doesn't know shit about fuck when it comes to Major League Baseball. No, 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 no. According to the goddess herself, there was a much simpler explanation. Mythical misogyny. <laughs> Mythical misogyny. According to Katie Nolan, old dudes didn't like her calling baseball games because she's a woman. I thought I was past this point of my career. I'm an Emmy winner, damn it! I drive a Dodge Stratus. I'm Katie Nolan. 
What the fuck is a Katie Nolan? Besides, of course, a huge embarrassing failure. Keep in mind, this is one of the most privileged people in the mainstream media. Katie Nolan hasn't reached Bamani Jones' level of privilege, but she's damn close. She was given a podcast on ESPN's platform. Failure. That's okay, though. That's okay. There's no denying that Katie Nolan is a pretty woman, easy on the eyes. ESPN had the solution for the problem. The thinking was, Katie Nolan had a face for television. They gave her a show on ESPN+. Plus. She was one of the anchors of their daily lineup. Failure. But that was okay. You see, Katie Nolan resonates with a younger audience. As you guys know, young people, they don't watch streaming services. No, young people, they watch linear television. ESPN moved the show from ESPN Plus to ESPN 2. Her ratings were so low, she didn't make the top 150 on cable. Failure. The failure of Katie Nolan at ESPN was so epic, they removed her from television in 2020 and paid her for another year just to stay off TV. Once her contract ended with ESPN, she was hired by Apple and Major League Baseball, where once again, Katie Nolan was a huge embarrassing failure. Earlier this morning, Apple TV announced that they were parting ways with Katie Nolan. That's the nice way of saying, you're fired. Katie Nolan is the definition of a one-hit wonder. She is an example of someone who made a career based on smoke and mirrors, based on illusion. She was successful for a short time on FS1, but after a few months, Katie Nolan's show was only drawing 40,000 viewers. The problem when you build your brand, your career on smoke and mirrors, eventually the smoke clears. All you're left with is the substance, the value that you provide. Katie Nolan provides neither. It appears Apple TV and Major League Baseball have learned from their mistake. They tried ESPN's method. It failed. Instead of doing what ESPN continuously does and continue making hiring decisions based on diversity, Apple is going with a novel concept. They're choosing to hire someone with experience in both Major League Baseball and broadcasting. Apple is replacing Katie Nolan with Dontrell Willis. Dude spent 11 years in the Major Leagues, two-time All-Star, won the World Series with the Marlins in 2003. He also spent last season calling games for the Dodgers. <laughs> Sounds like he's qualified to me. He should also be appeasing to the shit fucks because Dontrell Willis is black. So it's a win-win for Major League Baseball. Normal people get someone who can actually analyze baseball games. Shit fucks get a good reason to spank their wankers. After multiple years of consistent failure, where does Katie Nolan go from here? In the past, when someone was a consistent failure in the media, they were looking for another career. But this is the era of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Even though she has absolutely no ability to draw an audience, Katie Nolan automatically qualifies for a job because she identifies as a female birthing person. I am sure some desperate outlet will be desperate enough to bring in what they think is a big name. And I'm even more sure if that happens... Katie Nolan will once again be a huge embarrassing failure. But give me your thoughts. Katie Nolan loses her job with Apple. Loses another job in the media. She loses her job with Apple. 
after one miserable season calling Major League Baseball. Where does she go next? Does Katie Nolan have the ability to draw an audience on another platform? You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.